Welcome to the Analysis Mason podcast. My name is Johanna Jovi, and I'm a partner at Analysis Mason in the Dubai office. Today, I will be outlining how data centers could tell us about the potential evolution of the submarine cable industry and vice versa. The full written version of the associated article is available to access and download from the Analysis Mason website. The submarine cable industry has been around for much longer than the data center industry. Nonetheless, there are a number of similarities between the two. One, the high capital intensity. Constructing a state-of-the-art, fully equipped, high-quality data center, typically certified tier three or tier four by the Uptime Institute, of a decent size, typically five to 30 megawatts, normally costs between $30 million and $300 million. Building a state-of-the-art submarine cable network that is several thousands of kilometers in length with a capacity of multiple terabytes per second requires similar investment. Two, long lead times. Data centers have lead times of one to two years, while cable projects take one to four years or, or longer. Proper capacity planning is required to start building ahead of demand. Three, growing demand in a fast-changing environment. The demand for digital services supported by submarine cable or data center infrastructure is growing quickly. However, specific requirements are still relatively difficult to predict because new digital services are continually appearing and the relevant digital industries are still evolving and maturing unlike for conventional transportation infrastructure, for example. Four, disruptive technological innovation still ongoing. The technologies used for submarine cables built in 2021 are considerably enhanced compared to those used for submarine cables built at the turn of the century. Similarly, there have been considerable technological evolutions in the data center space to push the power usage efficiency ratio close to one, while increasing the density and evolving architecture from hardware to connectivity. Unit economics are still improving for both. Five, attractiveness to telecoms operators and hyperscalers. Many submarine cables were initially funded and deployed by telecoms operators, as were many data centers, though they were also non-operator providers. Hyperscalers have entered both industries in a major way. They first built their own data centers, and now they are building their own submarine cable capacity. Most hyperscalers and some telecom operators see digital infrastructure assets as essential to their business. One possible difference between submarine cable industry and the data center industry is that the demand supply characteristics of the former are cyclical. In the past 20 years, there have been periods during which there was a relative oversupply of submarine cable capacity. This deterred further investment into new submarine cable systems on the same routes in the short term, even though the demand for submarine cable capacity continued to grow overall. Notably, there was a period of very limited investment into incremental capacity, a sort of a low build-out period between 2003 and 2008 after 10 years of heavy expenditures 
of new deployment of submarine cable capacity and after the burst of the internet bubble. It's not yet clear if the data center industry is about to go through the same trend. There's a strong momentum towards the deployment of top tier data centers worldwide as public, private, hybrid clouds develop and gain traction. And the demand for regional data center grows. Indeed, many hyperscalers are considering opening new regions or new availability zones in order to capture cloud revenue growth in new markets. Furthermore, relatively cheap financing for digital infrastructure projects is currently available. Markets in regions such as the Middle East are extremely buoyant and there are projects to deploy tens of megawatts of data center capacity to cater for the demand of a population that's hungry for digital services and cloud services. The same trend exists in Latin America and emerging Asia Pacific. As such, there's a lot of capacity under construction currently. There's a real need for this newly deployed or soon to be deployed infrastructure, but there also needs to be the realization that once an initial wave of supply has come into the market, Demand will continue to grow only steadily. So there may come a point where deployment must be paused to allow the demand to catch up with the significant increase in supply. At the same time, the data center industry is considering the concept of edge data centers, building many more smaller, less sophisticated data centers closer to end users could be the future of the data center industry once the basic regional facilities have been established. These edge data centers will typically be built with the aim of lowering latency and thus enabling new interactive services such as online gaming and augmented reality. There may be a parallel here in the submarine cable industry. Some specialist users, such as those in financial high-speed trading markets, may demand the lowest possible latency, thereby requiring straight line routing with new cables or indeed chains of microwave towers for crossing sufficiently small bodies of water, such as the English channels. Alternatively, lower capacity submarine cables could become relevant for minor routes that have historically been served by indirect routing as traffic and more generally trade increases between Africa and South America, for example. Business models for such infrastructure will probably need to evolve in line with these market trends. Analysis Mason has supported data center providers, telecoms operators, and financial institutions in the assessment of the investment case for submarine cables, for data centers, and cloud services, as well as the development of strategies in this space. For further information, please contact Johanna Jovi. There's more content on this topic on the Analysis Mason website. To automatically receive future episodes, please subscribe to the Analysis Mason podcast. Thank you for listening.